Thank you for tuning in to a couple of Kimer's podcasts. I am your co-host, Francesca. People call me Frankie. And I'm your co-host, Christopher. People call me Chris. And today we're going to talk about wedding planning and weddings, marriage, all that. Um, We're going to talk about the vendors and budgeting, uh, family and friends that may voice their opinion, whether it be on your marriage, on your wedding, etc. And some tips on choosing your wedding party, as well as things that we wish that we did or didn't do. Um, We are newlyweds. We've been married a little bit over a year. We've been together since 2016, so that'll be what you, what you hear us say will be from our perspective of from that guidelines of being together. We know we don't have 10, 20, 30 plus years in the game, but I think we have a lot to share, still fresh in our minds of our experience. So this oh, yeah. is from from our point of view. Right. Okay, so first we want to talk about um, vendors and budgeting. So the way that we chose our vendors, we, you know, looked up some people for photography, videography, um, things like that. And we kind of went down the list to figure out what services they offered and um, which one was in. How much they cost. Right, within our price range. And once we figured out and narrowed down which ones within our were in our price range, then we contacted them, set up an interview, and mostly my wife and her maid of honor went and did the interviews because you know there was a lot of conflict with my job at the time and stuff. But um, they went and interviewed a lot of the vendors, and I yeah, because you know honestly in. In the times we live in, $10,000 is is on the cheap side for a wedding. Um, you know, you kind of, some people scoff at that amount, like $10,000, you know. But from our experience, where we live, we live in Michigan. So um, that's on the cheaper, lower end of of wedding planning, because like you said, you think of all the vendors, you got the venue, you got the the photographers, the videographers, if you want like something like a photo booth, you got your DJ, oh, you got yeah. your decor, you have many, many things. And you know, the wedding industry, they make money. So if you say wedding, they're going to add thousands of dollars to it. If you say, oh, I'm having a birthday party or a baby shower you'll get one quote. If you say I'm having a wedding, they just slap money on it. It's not fair, but it's true. So, you know, having your budget where you want it, where you can have it, um, that's just something to really look into and cutting corners where you have to cut corners if need be. You know, we didn't have our wedding at our first, what we wanted for our venue. Uh, we had spotted out a place by going to a work Christmas party, and we were like, this is gorgeous. And we looked into it, and just the venue itself was over 
what we had budgeted for the entire wedding. So, you know, you it's, it's give and take. Take what you can get. You know, some people have their venue outside in their backyards if you have that. You know, we didn't have a suitable backyard. We have a lot of friends and family. We're both in fraternal organizations. So we have lots of people that we would want to be there. We had about 200 guests, which I think is about a medium size, medium large, I think, for a wedding guest count. But, um, you know, when you think about all those people, you got to have chairs, got to have food, you got to have drink, whether it's just regular drink or alcoholic drink, Um, you know, so... Those are just some things to to consider. Um, I used a lot of apps like The Knot, just some popular places. Also joining Facebook groups and seeing what other brides in your area are doing. There's like general bride wedding groups. There's ones for your area sometimes, depending on where you live. I mean, around here, there's quite a bit for our state, even for our metropolitan area. So um, that's where, that's where we started, but, um, yeah, some people have their ideas of what's expensive and what's cheap, but just stay with what's in your budget. Yeah, especially because the bottom line is, it's about what works for you, what you would like, and what, you know, you're willing to spend, or if you have people who can provide those services if you have friends who can provide it and give you a discounted rate or hey even do it for free why not and yeah, you like some people gift you their services their talent their their business whether it be their flower their florist or photographer um, that can also be a great come in handy but for us we didn't really know anybody that offered those type of services and honestly if you're picky like me I want what I want. So there's lots of different kinds of photography, videography, floral arrangements. Not so particular about that. I think most florists can probably pull off whatever you want, but you can't really curb someone's creative style when it comes to decor or when it comes to, you know, photography and things of that nature that are more artsy. Um, So for me, if somebody offered that type of service and I didn't really care for their art, it would be really hard <laughs> to decline. But I would also be really hard to accept in the way that if it didn't fit, you know, what my idea of. Because I, I, we planned side by side with one of my sorority sisters and very good friend. And I mean, we got married really close to each other and... um. Our weddings were totally different, both beautiful, both great, both went off without a hitch. Eh, there's minor things here and there, but that's any time you get a bunch of people together, right? But um, for the most part, perfect days and totally different, and that's okay. Yeah, it all depends on your perspective and your interest and what you like and don't like and overall what you would want for that special day. You know, it's all about you as the couple, not other people, which I think kind of brings us into the next point about people voicing their opinions, yeah, um, whether it be friends and families. Tell them about your experience with that. So, you know, for me, during our wedding planning, we had um, 
instances where people that we knew, close to whatever, you know, wanted to share their opinions about who should come, who shouldn't, things like that. And some people would be surprised to know that some people take this so seriously that they want their opinions to be valued more than your own, even though they may not say it directly, but that's how it comes across. You know, I had someone get really mad at me because there originally wasn't enough room for them to come, so they right people got an don't attitude. understand we play we pay per plate, and I'm not trying to feed everybody trail mix, so we're trying to you know we had a more elegant feel we wanted for our wedding. And sometimes when you do that, you have to limit. I mean, we know tons of people, love tons of people. We cannot afford to invite tons of people. So, you know, people are going to take some of it personally. They're going to be like, I knew you since we were five years old. But, sweetheart, I haven't talked to you since we were 12 years old. So, you know, no offense, love you, you're a good person. You know, people take it, like, to the heart. Because if you hate them or something, it's like, there's nothing to do with it. Exactly. It's it's kind of funny because you would think our wedding day is like we just got all this money and we hit the lottery. Now we're handing out portions of that money to other people. But that's really not the case. The wedding is an event for those closest to you to celebrate in, you know, your love and your happiness and you're sharing it with people on that day, which technically isn't even a full day. I mean, the actual ceremony itself could be a half hour less than that. You know, so people are getting all upset over 30 minutes or less. Right, and our our wedding venue only held 200 people for the ceremony. Exactly. For the ceremony part. Now, they had larger rooms for the reception, but they had a ceremony room where we did our ceremony, and... It only held 200 people, so they're literally, is you telling people we have no room, they feel like, oh, you can make room for me? Okay, why don't you, why don't you call the venue and talk to them about that? Because from what I heard, they only had 200 chairs. So if you're 201, they're not going to let you in. Sorry, you know. So there's lots of different things for different venues. I've been to weddings that had 60 people, and I've attended weddings that had three, 400 people. It just depends on the people, what they can afford to do, you know, and different things that are available in their area. I mean, there's so many factors. Don't let someone bully you into, you know, even sometimes it's not even them. They're like, you need to invite my friend. You need to invite my boyfriend. You need to invite my sister, my cousin. No, 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 no. I do not have to. (laughs) But if you don't want to come because I didn't invite your cousin, then by all means, RSVP, not attending. You know, so some people even take it a step further. They don't make it personal about them. They make it about somebody else you didn't invite because, you know, and people will talk. But just like with anything, people will talk. And you just got to move on with your life and do what you know is best and what's best in your heart. We had no ill intentions going into this. It was about us and celebrating what we decided to do together, which was get married and become one before God. That's the whole point of it. I mean, everything else is nice. 
and it's pretty and decorative and fun. But the whole point is to get married. So just go on with that, you know, and do what do what works for you guys. But definitely make the decisions together and talk about it. Because what you don't want is you say, no, so-and-so can't come. And then so-and-so reaches out to your husband or your fiancé at the time because you're not married yet. But And then he's like, oh, okay, because, you know, he didn't know you already talked. He might not have known a detail or two. These are definitely things you decide upon, like, my family is a lot larger than his. So, quite honestly, I have more people on the guest list than he did. Just because my family, you know, I'm not an only child. He is. I have lots and lots of nieces and nephews. He has two nephews. So, it's totally different. Um, and you guys will work it out. Whatever you agree upon for the guest list, don't let anyone bully you otherwise. Wouldn't you say? Agreed. And, you know, that, I think, bring, goes right into our next point about, you know, who you're selecting for your wedding party as well. Um, you know, like, people want to share their opinions and who can attend or who shouldn't attend. You know, it can be the same thing with who you choose to be in your wedding party as well. Dun, dun, dun. I feel <laughs> like women are way worse at this than men. I've yet to hear of a man be like, man, he put me in his wedding. But women, whew. <sighs> this one's a hard one. And it was hard for me because, once again, I have a big family. And it's like, oh, you can't have, I mean, you you can do whatever you want. But for me, I didn't want anything big and over the top when it came to like my wedding day and like the people standing beside me, I decided to kind of choose representatives um, for each, I guess, parts of my life. You know, my my best friend since literally two years old, you know, a high school friend, family member, sorority sister. Who am I missing? College friend. College, right. <laughs> she would be mad to know that I forgot about her. But yeah, my college friend. So that's kind of how I I decided to choose mine. And I we decided we did want equal on each side. So Chris chose his five the way he chose them. We didn't have to choose them the same way. We did decide, you know, on five on each side. Because I didn't want something crazy. You know, getting ten, to me, it was just, I wanted to be stressless as possible so I wanted to over plan ahead of time so that the day of was smooth which for the most part it did did happen that way um of course people are gonna people and some things aren't gonna go as smoothly as you would like but for the most part I think because of my over planning because of keeping you know like the wedding party those are the people who are going to be real instrumental in your day so you don't want somebody that you know always gossiping. You don't want somebody who's self-absorbed and can't help you out. You don't want somebody who is going to, you know, be late. Um, things like that. You want to really assess. And you know, you know, you might love your family member, whoever it may be, to death, but you know they never show up. You know they say they're going to do one thing and do another. 
you know who they are. You don't have to voice that. I mean, if you want to, that's you. My personality, I probably wouldn't voice that because it'd be hurtful. But I would not decide or I would decide to not put them in the wedding party. So I think that's important when choosing your your wedding party is the character of the person. Yeah, the character and if they are reliable and take full responsibility and understanding that, you know, when you join the wedding party, it is a commitment in that, you know, they've got to be there for rehearsal. They have to be there for rehearsal dinner. Um, when it comes to, like for me, you know, making sure that all my guys are going to show up at the shop, get fitted for their tux or suit, and, you know, they pay for it, and then that they go and grab it and have it ready come wedding day. You know, because, you know, in that way, you are going to spend some money, too, because it is, you know, uh, an investment slash commitment for us as the couple that like, hey, I got your back. Whatever you need me to do, I'm there. And you know that the person that you select is like really going to have your back and be reliable. Yeah. I could say the same about my bridesmaids that I chose. And not to say there's no other person that, you know, only these five people I chose have good character. No. But you have to limit it somewhere, you know. But the five that you do choose or however many you do choose, you do, I think, it's important that they, they have that type of character and they're going to be on top and say do what they say they're going to do, communicate, you know. Not for you to boss them around, but if you ask them something, they should be able to say, sorry, I can't do that. And then you can make your decision or not if you want them to continue to be in your wedding party. But just some, not someone's going to be like, yeah, girl, yeah, and then – you know, day of, they're nothing. They're doing nothing of what's with the program. You know, you don't want somebody like that. So I just say be selective on your wedding party, however you choose them and however many you choose them. Um, and so things we wish we did or didn't do. Uh, you know, I kind of have a hard time saying exactly what I wish we would have done. Um, other than I know we talked about certain vendors that maybe we wish we would have gone with. Mm-hmm. Mm, like for what? What was it? Like video? Yeah, I mean, I don't regret who we went with for video, do you? No. I oh. I like the way the video turned out. I like yeah. the way, you know, pictures turned out. I'm I guess I know we talked about the vendors as far as well, oh, oh, I think for the music, yeah, that's what that's what it was, yeah, so it was more of a we got a really good um. How I put this? We got a really good, they did a really good demonstration. Because I think a lot of times, you know, people, I've heard, you know, find out where the DJ is DJing and maybe pop in to someone else's wedding reception real quick to see how they're DJing and, or go look for videos of them DJing, like candid ones, maybe on, you know, whatever social media platform. And, um, 
I didn't really do any of that. I, I did go off of reviews based on, you know, those wedding websites because a lot of brides say a lot of things. So you can kind of get vibes. I will say all of our all of our vendors were highly rated in the wedding world on those websites. Um, wedding Wire, Zola, and um, what's another one? The Knot. So we did get highly rated. I would say that's important to look at their ratings um, as we did. But I wish, like, for the DJ, the, the demonstration that they did for us, that's a better word, demonstration, um, they, because the company was on the larger side and they are really booked, we did not get the DJ we thought we were going to get. And um, that that did play a role of how it went down. Um, it wasn't bad, but I, it could have been better, in my opinion. It could have been better, but it wasn't bad. You didn't think it was bad, or you thought no. it was bad? No, I didn't think it was bad either. I do think, like you said, the way things had built up and then once everything took place day of, you know, it definitely could have been better. Yeah, and, like, they didn't come to rehearsal. So it was, you know, we did have music for our, that we would need, like, from the DJ, not, like, live music or um, instruments. We just had the DJ. So it would have been nice for them to show up at the the rehearsal. Cause there were little delays in music here and there. I mean, nothing that the audience probably caught on to, but you know, once again, I said, I planned down to the nitty gritty. So I knew, you know, and that's another thing. Don't trip when things don't go the way you thought they were going to go because nine and a half times out of 10, no one notices them, but you, and not to say it's not important because the day is about you, but don't fret. I'm sure it's, it's still going to be beautiful. And the things that you, you know, maybe harp on the most in the end, you don't even remember a year down the line. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, some people still mention things that happened at our wedding. We only been married a little over a year. I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Like, not on the forefront of my mind at all. So, um, I don't know. I think we, for did or didn't do, mm, I don't know what else. What else do you wish? Things that we wish we did or didn't do. I can't really think of anything. I mean, it went well overall. You know, we got basically everything that we wanted. You know, and like Frankie mentioned about the mishaps or miscues, things that pop up. I mean, that's just anything. And I and they are so minor that the only people that knew were would be us versus everyone else. And when you get people to tell you or say to you, oh, my God, the wedding was so beautiful, it was amazing, and if they're still talking about it even months or years later, then that tells you, you know, everything was successful, especially in their eyes. Um, even though for you, like for us, you know, it was like, well, we saw this, we knew this, blah, blah, blah. But at that point, it doesn't really matter. I know one thing that I'm glad that we did do is we did premarital counseling. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not the wedding per se, but... You know, what really matters is your marriage and having a healthy marriage and a wedding is not going to promote either one of those. No. Um, I'm glad that we did premarital counseling. I'm glad that we vetted out who we chose to do our premarital counseling. 
I'm glad that we did. Um, it just escaped my mind. Um, we did the premarital counseling. What else? We did. I remember now. I mean, premarital counseling was the premarital counseling was the biggest thing um, because you know some people view it as something unnecessary. Or I've been with this person five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. What do I need to go to premarital counseling for? But the value of it is, you know, it helps you and your future spouse or soon-to-be spouse explore ways of better communicating, figuring out, okay, what are things that each other likes and doesn't like, what may set them off, what doesn't set them off, and learning and understanding um, how these behaviors interact with each other's behaviors is, you know, very important when, um, building your life together and making decisions together and doing things together over overall. Um, and people, some people just view that as a waste of time, but I think it's um, imperative. I really think it was very valuable for us. Another thing um, I wish, I'm glad that we didn't do was take a loan for our wedding. Yes. I'm glad that we did not do that. Um, I've known people to do that. I know what I was going to say. I'm glad that we chose a pastor, a, yeah, a pastor that we knew, an officiant that we knew, because um, I've also been to weddings where there's mispronunciation of the bride or groom's name, and it's just embarrassing. Like, it's my wedding day. It's my ceremony. You don't need to be saying, and maybe I'm a little touchy about that because my name is Francesca. It's spelled the Italian way, which reading it in English says Francesca, and I do not like when people do that. In that type of setting, I prefer my full name to be said, you know, amongst friends or in casual. Frankie is fine. Love it. Respond to it. But, you know, if I'm writing an email or doing anything official, which I value, you know, our, our wedding and getting married our marriage. So I wanted to be addressed as Francesca. So having someone that knew us, we vetted them out and knew who he was. He knew us personally. So we, I'm glad that we did that. Um, and going back to the loan thing, I'm glad we didn't take a loan because as they say, I don't know, haven't researched it myself, but I've heard it said a lot of times that Finance is one of the biggest things that leads to divorce. Um, and obviously, with the two of us, we have enough student debt to cover the world. So uh, we didn't need to add more debt, and especially for something like a wedding. It's, it's important. It's beautiful. It's celebratory. Um, you can definitely get married without a wedding. That's just, you know, cherry on top. That's not the meat and the potatoes of the marriage. You can have a wonderful, beautiful, expensive wedding and a terrible, uh, broke marriage. So I don't want to have a beautiful, expensive wedding and a broke marriage. I'd rather have a broke wedding and a beautiful marriage. So that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, taking out a loan... Or you know some large sum of money to help cover the cost. I don't. I to me, I don't think it's necessary because 
as my wife indicated, you know, you can have the wedding about you and the way you go about doing it and what you guys want. It doesn't matter what other people want because at the end of the day, everybody else is not getting married on that day. It's you guys, not them. And if they don't pay your bills, if they don't do anything, for like their opinion is just their opinion. You know, it doesn't mean you don't love and care or respect them. It just means their opinion is their opinion. So, you know, however you want to pay for it, that's fine. But yeah, to, to us, you know, I'm glad we didn't take out a loan. Because I just would have added more to our debt that we already have. And that's that's just not necessary. You can have a wedding without taking out a loan. Yeah. Or you can choose to not have a wedding until you can personally afford it. You know, whether someone helps you out and they're able to help you out at a later date. But you want to get married now? Get married now. Especially now with, you know, 2020 behind us. All the terrible, horrible things that happened in 2020, um, a lot of people weren't able to have their weddings, but I knew people who just waited to get married. I know people who just went ahead and got married. It's up to you because you don't need to have the wedding to be married. Nope. So, you know, that's where the value is. I think that's probably about it. I had to say about the things we didn't didn't do. Yeah. I do have a quote that I'd like to add on this day of love February 14th is a good marriage isn't something you find it's something you make and you have to keep on making it so that's our little quote of the day I think that goes with what we talked about today yeah um and today is February 14th so spend the day with those you love whether it be your romance partner whether it be your family whether it be your friends or all three. Just celebrate love today. And if you're getting married soon, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Have a great, great time planning it. If you're not planning much, have a beautiful ceremony and a beautiful union. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And we'll catch you guys next time. See you.